It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help, and can't get a hold of anyone. If you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right, a real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Tim's story is an ordained minister who has shared his inspiring words in 70 different countries. He's written nine books, including his most recent, Come Back and Beyond. He's also a motivational speaker and life coach who's worked with Quincy Jones, Stevie Wonder, Robert Downey Jr., Kanye West, and many others. Well, I love every word of this book. It just feels like um, I should have it running on a tape in my brain all the time. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. How did you come to this to understand that um, we all have setbacks, but that there's always a comeback for all of us? You know, when I was a, a little guy, my, um, my father passed away when I was 10. And before that, I had so much energy and joy. I was playing baseball, I was a dancer. And then to have to hear my mother crying because of my father passing. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I went from a rhythm of life, a glide, a skip in my step, and then I was in the middle of a, of a setback at 10. Yeah. And, and I saw that my siblings, they kind of got stuck right there. Really? And, and, they, and they began to medicate themselves rather than find ways to solve the dilemma. Mm. So you knew at 10? that you were in a setback. Yes. But could you call it that? Were you like a clinically depressed as a little kid? <laughs> I, I didn't have a, a name for it. A language for it. I just knew that everything changed mm. because there was a lot of humor in our house. And then all of a sudden, the rhythm of that household was gone mm-hmm. because I heard sounds from my mother's room that I'd never heard before. And that was crying. Mm-hmm. And everything felt like it was out of sync and out of rhythm. I love the way you say the rhythm of the house because you know, when you're that age, if you're pretty attuned, obviously yeah. you were, you can actually sense the vibration of the of the household. It's so true. Yeah. And so you used that setback, literally, yes. to have not just a comeback, but be able to use that to empower other people yes. to see themselves mm-hmm. differently. When you feel the sting of a setback, whether it be divorce or abuse, there's a, there's a feeling to it. There's almost a scent to it. Mm-hmm. And everything It kind of covers you. Different. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it covered me. Yeah. Because now, even if you went to school on a day where your parents were supposed to show up, now my father was not there. Mm-hmm. So there was that void. 
And I knew that my family was in trouble and I didn't know what to do at 10. But then I began to figure out what to do in my 20s, that I had to somehow be a leader. Mm. Obviously, you deal with all kinds of people, wealthy people, famous people, yes. people who are not. Is there a common denominator in that experience of getting stuck? It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, I, th I think so. And, and part of it is I've never been here before. So when they fall down, they don't know what to do to get back up. So they sit in their setback and then they settle in their setback because they they're not trained. They don't have the tools to get back up. And they try to try to live from the past and have the past define whatever is going That's on so now. so true. Yeah. So they're living in the shame and the guilt of what they've been through. And as you know, religion can almost do that to you if you're not careful. Yeah. Because there's so much talk about failure and, and sin and mistakes that you can keep going back to what you did. And you can believe that that's what God wanted because exactly. that's the way it happened, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so a, a comeback is not a go back. I can't go back and fix things. And I meet so many people like that. Ooh, that that's such a tweetable back. moment. That's a big, hey, let's take a breath there. Mm -hmm. A comeback is not a go back which is what most people try to do. You try to go back yes. and try to make it like it was and try to fix it the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I'm on an airplane mm -hmm. and I'm talking to a gentleman from Dallas. He, mm -hmm. he tells me he's wealthy and he's telling me about all these things he's, he's done. And he says, you know, my, my daddy, my daddy, my daddy. I said, well, how old is your father? Because this man seemed about 70 himself. <laughs> he said, my, my daddy has passed away. And he was trying to prove to his father that he was worthy, but his father had passed. And he's now 70. And he was 70 already. Yeah. So he was trying to fix something, even though his father had passed, to prove something. And so many people are there. You know, they've been through something, and now they're going to go back and fix it. But you cannot do that. Because isn't it true, Tim, that most people spend the time, like, for example, you go through a bad relationship and you spend so much time blaming, blaming yourself. Right. And what if I da da? And why didn't I see it? Mm -hmm. And how could this happen to me? And so that's how people get stuck. Right. Correct? Yeah. And it's a, it's a phrase that others have used. We nurse it, curse it, and rehearse it. And a, a lot of people late at night, they are nursing their problem. Yeah. Okay cursing it, why did it happen? Yeah. And then, as we know, rehearsing it. Over and over and over. Over and over again. Yeah. But the first thing you say is, uh, in Come Back and Beyond, is that the first thing you've got to do, and every spiritual teacher says this, yes. uh, Eckhart Tolle especially, you've got to accept the now. Exactly. So you accept it and you take an inventory. You say, okay, I was there, now I'm here. You must first recognize you're in the setback. Yes. I've lost my job. I've lost my marriage. I've, whatever is going on. I thought I was going to get this promotion. I thought whatever the setback is. Yes. Acceptance is first. Right. So now you have choices. So you're, you're in a setback. I accept it. And then you have and to And acceptance say, doesn't mean I like it. You, it doesn't mean you like and it. I think a lot of people, and I think a lot of people think, well, if I accept it, that means I'm thinking, I'm saying it's okay. That's a good point. Yeah. They almost don't want to sign for the package. That's right. But if you look around... The package is here. The package is right there. Yeah. Okay. So 
quite often when we, you know, lose our way in a setback, one of the ways you describe it is, and I see this all the time, as you do, as we all do, Yes. that people have lost their shout, I think you call it. Yes. It's like we need to get our shout back or turn up the volume yes. on, on, on our lives. And yes. Yeah, don't you see that? There's yeah, this you know, kind of dullness right. that people have. Most people, you know, when, you, when we were kids, yeah. there's a shout, right? Yeah. Pa- parents always go, shh. Just, just coming in and out of the door, yes. you're shouting, yeah. And the parents never go into a kid's room and say, turn up the volume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go, shh, in the yeah. classroom, shh. Because kids, there's a volume to life. But the more we get challenged and disappointed, disappointment is an amazing thing. The scriptures say that disappointment can make you heart sick. Well, that's bad because the heart is the center. It's your core. Joy comes from the heart, peace, faith. So when you're disappointed and your heart is sick, it could take away your shout. So life can well, knock what, the shout out of you. Yeah, knock the shout out of you. Yes. And so with my father passing, that could have knocked the shout out of me. And it, I could have stayed that way. Or someone who's been in a car accident or someone who started a business and it didn't work or someone who thought, you know, certain things were going to happen in their lives and now they're disappointed. Mm-hmm. But there are ways to get your shout back. Yeah. When life tries to take me down to a whisper, mm-hmm. just shout on purpose. Just intentionally shout. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I am driving on the freeway and I'll just, just think about things that are going right. So it's not always a verbal shout, it's, a, it's an inward shout of, of choosing to say, hey, this is something to shout about. I'm still alive. Yeah. You know, a lot of people like to complain about their age. I'm already 52 or I'm 71 or <laughs> 93. Hey, that's something to shout about. Yeah. So we could, we could take and have a little, just a, a shout moment every day and just remember, thank God we're still alive. So you realize that your, your calling was be able to help people literally find their own calling. Yes. I feel like I'm called to inspire Mm. that, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, live a life worthy of your calling. To live a life means to be alive in your life. Most people are not alive in their life. Mm -hmm. Today, this moment, be alive in your life. Something you say that really struck me on page 211 of this book, and you know, I used the Oprah show for years, this platform, speaking around the country. And this is one of the things that I think people most don't understand, that your life isn't about a big break. It's about one significant life-transforming step at a time. Because often, you know, when you speak about calling, people think, yes. well, it's exactly. this, I don't know what it is I'm yes. supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And how do you get people to see and recognize this major tweetable moment that your life isn't about the big break? Yes. It's about one significant life-transforming step at a time. And you teach this as well. Today's decisions are tomorrow's realities. For you to get to where you are today, it was one step at a time. So it's a daily decision that creates my realities of tomorrow. 
whether it be, I'm going to get up and exercise. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get up and do yoga. I'm going to get up and meditate. So it's a step-by-step process. Don't go anywhere. More to come after this short break. No two travelers are exactly alike. And that means no two trips should be either. Texas' vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. Are you a beach person? Well, you'll be having fun under the sun with Texas' 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies can't get enough of Texas' world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. So when people say to you, like, I don't know what my purpose is, or I don't really know why I'm here, or I'm trying to figure that out, your response is? In that case, I think that people need to stop, look, and listen. We have become human doings rather than human beings. Mm -hmm. And we need to slow down to the speed of life. And if you will slow down and stop, look, and listen, every dream that's inside you is speaking to you. Your dream has a voice. So even when I was little, little Timmy's story, running around, Mm -hmm. you know, first started from Compton, California, then to another part of Los Angeles, my dream was speaking to me because it has a voice. So stopping, looking, and listening to what God is saying. So there are things that are calling you because I think that they have always resided in you. So I believe that God put those in us. It's our calling. Okay, so that's the difference between a good thing and a God thing. Right, the God idea, it's something that God put in us even while we were in our mother's womb. So scripturally, the Bible says, while you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. Mm -hmm. Then there's a scripture in the Bible that says, that you are his workmanship. That's a work of art created to do good works that I had already predestined for you. Okay, so from what you know, is there a supreme destiny for everybody? And that supreme destiny would be the God thing. Yes. Not necessarily the good thing. I believe that. And it doesn't mean that you have to walk there in perfection. You may go to the right, you may go to the left, and then you may show up there. Okay, so if you're called to something, you're gonna get there no matter what? I, I, I believe that that calling yeah. will pull you there. It, you may have some delays, some denials. That's right. 
but I believe you'll get there. You might take the back road. We've all done that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you also be called away from something? Yes, you can. So I say it this way. You could have the right plan, be the right person, have the wrong partners, and then you're in trouble. Sometimes you have the right plan, you're the right person, but you put the wrong people in your life and they take you off your yellow brick road. All of us have had friends in our life that kind of took us off that pathway. And that's why it's so important to find God idea partners who are people who get your dream. Mm. See, if, if you didn't step out to be Oprah Winfrey, there's a lot of people all over the world that would not be changed the same way. So you stepped out in your God idea mm -hmm. and somebody was waiting for you on the other side. I love that. So, so, so many tweetable moments. Let's see how many you can tweet. I, I, I love them all. Okay, you are a mighty person in yes. the making. I love the choice of the word yes. mighty. Yes, because sometimes we don't feel mighty. Yeah. But we are a mighty person in the making. A masterpiece in progress, a miracle in motion. Although you may have had many mistakes in your past, God still has a great plan for your future. If you'll do things his way, if you let him, he will mold you into a vessel of honor. Love that. Vessel of honor for his purposes. Yes. He will breathe life into you and change you. I love that. A vessel of honor. Yes. And I'd never heard that phrase before. Mm -hmm. How, and I thought, gee, yes. I want to live in that space of mm -hmm. being a vessel of honor. How do we do that? I, I think part of it is, as we've said earlier, is being true to yourself. That I may not be what I want to be, mm -hmm. but thank God I'm not what I used to be. Yeah. And that you really are a miracle in motion. Motion is movement. So we're not there yet. But we're in motion. At all times, we are all going through recovery and discovery at the same time. Some people stop their lives because I'm in recovery. I just went through all this and I'm in recovery. But you should be in recovery and discovery. Mm -hmm. I love where you say, too, that we, we should not waste our failures. Right, right. There's a, there's a lesson in every one of those failures. But the great thing about it is that we could fail forward. We could fail forward. It's not, it's not final because of these mistakes. How do you know, Tim, when you're on the right path? I How believe, does one know? I believe that there is an, an innate peace that comes that even if there's turmoil around you, there's a peace inside of you. Mm. There's, there's a piece that says, this is where you're supposed to be. In other words, you're gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. I, I'm with you. That, to me, that's Psalms 23. That the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. The word want means you shall not be anxious for anything. Mm. So even in, even in my darkest times, which I face them, I feel that I'm not anxious because I feel like truly he's Because you there. know no matter what. I feel like there he's is my the shepherd. There is the, there is the divine hand of the shepherd. The divine. Yeah. So tell me this. Do you believe that God has an idea for everybody? Yes. I believe 
two things. One, you're made in his image, in his likeness. Number two, you're made with his imagination. I love that because I don't want to be someone else because I've been, I've been born an original. Why do I want to die a copy? So I'm, I'm, I'm made in his image, okay, but I'm also made with his imagination. Okay, what does that mean to you when you say made in his image? I think people then think, okay, God looks like us. No. Yes. What does that mean? Okay, so let's take a, a, an artist. They may imagine something before they paint it. Right. I believe that God imagines and then creates and speaks a certain life for every single person. You've been spoken over. You've been spoken over. And that everybody, that makes me want to cry, really. That everybody who comes yes. has been spoken over. We have, and that's why when somebody devalues you. Yeah. See, when someone devalues you, yeah. you're devaluing someone that God spoke over? Yeah. But isn't it so interesting that in our culture, yes. speaking of America, I know people are listening in other parts of the world, but the American culture, we think that, I mean, it concerns me how kind of celebrity obsessed we are. Yes. We've now become the how many likes you've got. Yes. On Facebook, we've become, you know, how much stuff you have, how many mm -hmm. square footage, I mean, you know, and so right. the idea that because you were born and spoken over gives you value is something that I think it does. We've and, lost. and as you yeah. know, the word celebrity means to be celebrated. Right. So young people want to be celebrated. Mm -hmm. But, but everybody if, wants to be celebrated. Right. Don't we all want we all, we all want to be celebrated. But if you if you know, as we are saying, that you've been spoken over by the divine. Yeah. See? Then I'm okay being funny or being happy mm -hmm. or being quirky or being creative mm -hmm. or being nerdy. Mm -hmm. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Have you discovered that um, all pain, struggle, setback is the same because obviously you work with a lot of famous people. You're famous for, you know, very well known for having helped Robert Downey Jr. And Leah Coca gives you a quote on, right. the, on, the, on the book. Do famous people, rich people fall as hard? Does it hurt as much? 
They do. And the, the thing about being famous yeah. is everything's just amplified. Yeah, that's how I, because, how I see it. Yeah, because you may be having trouble with your son, but now it's on the news. Yeah. Your marriage, but now it's on the news, so it's yeah. amplified. Yeah. But what I, what I do with celebrities is I say, let's, let's knock out the noise for a while. Let's, let's not listen to the noise and let's deal with the situation right here locally. Because mm -hmm. if you're not careful, you'll get dramatic in the midst of the drama. Mm. <laughs> See, drama could come, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I need to participate. Yeah. So don't get dramatic in the midst of the drama. Sure, there's a dilemma. Something happened. This happened to your daughter, your son, to you, to your marriage. Mm -hmm. let's, let, let's, let's play it down and pray it up and look for the wisdom. Mm -hmm. And most likely, you're going to need some help. There's that power in partnership. You better have some God idea partners. Yeah. And so being able to have that person, persons, or the team to go to yes. is how you begin to set yourself up Yes. for the next success. And that's what I've been to entertainers, athletes, all types of people, is to be that partner that comes there and, and lifts people up, and, and usually with answers that they already know. So to, to me, it's, it's not like I'm coming up with something so spectacular. I think sometimes the answer is already inside of us. Yes. Is that why when you show people their baby pictures... Grown people, yes. <laughs> grown successful people, yes. they start, big men yes. break down and cry. That is one of my techniques. And I love to tell a story. There's a well-known NFL player. And he said, everything is wrong. Everything is wrong. I mean, he's making millions of dollars. Everything is wrong. And so I said, uh, here's what we're going to do. You told me you lived right down the street from where I'm staying. You grew up there. It was, it was a tough neighborhood. So we, we went to his old elementary school. Mm -hmm. And he goes, what are you up to, Tim Story? This is crazy. We get into this elementary school, and he goes, well, that's where I was in second grade, and that's where I was in third grade. And then we got in the swing set, and he just began to weep. Because mm. I'm taking you back to the place of innocence. Mm -hmm. I want to take you back to the place of innocence. And whether it be through pictures, through thoughts, through memories, through watching home movies, mm -hmm. take you back to that place where things were all right. And the reason people cry is because they're remembering the truth of who they are. Yeah. Is that why they're crying? Yeah. I, yeah. I say it this way, that the real you will remind you of the person you're supposed to become. So the real me is always talking to me that I started off funny, happy, full of joy. Yeah. So if I get hit by life's challenges mm -hmm. and I start to lose that, the real us is talking to us. Tim, be alive, be alert, be awake. And is the challenge itself a way of talking to us? Is the reason why you're in the challenge? Because do you believe that everything is happening in divine order? Yes, I do. Yeah. And and. I don't try to avoid difficult situations. And, and even if I... You don't? Not on purpose. I really don't. And, I mean, I, would, I don't want them to come. I don't yeah. want them to show up at my door. Yeah. But if they're there, I've had enough of these things. I want to figure out why is it here? Yeah. What's my lesson? That's the first question, right? Yes. Why is it here? Why is it here? What's and it what's here my to lesson? teach me and what's my lesson? Yes. Yeah. One of the things that you 
you teach and repeat yes. in this book is that I think a thing that most people, people think things are supposed to go well, yeah. but you're saying there are corners, there yes. are known corners, and there are unknown corners. Yes. I, I call it in my message, just around the corner. Just around the corner. Just around the corner. A corner is a bend or a curve. Yeah. Every day you go around corners, known corners or unknown corners. The known corners, we know. Yeah. Okay. I know how to get home. Right. I know how to go to my job. So we become creatures of habit. Right. But the great thing about life is that the divine could take us into places and spaces we've never been. Who would ever thought when you were growing up in Mississippi that you would travel the world? I mean, it's an interesting thing. That was the just around the corner, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when I think about the fact that as a kid, I was watching a slideshow and the second grade teacher was showing us Europe and she showed me the Eiffel Tower. And I got all excited to think a little kid that didn't have much money that one day I'd stand in front of the Eiffel Tower. Mm. That's my just around the just corner. Just around the corner. But there are things that try to stop us from coming around that corner, and one of them is, I don't think I deserve to go around the corner and experience this great life because of setbacks and challenges that I've had in my life. Okay, can you, because I have I found that that is sort of a common thread yes. that so many people have, even when they don't know they have it, is a sense of unworthiness. Yes. How can you ever fully um, step into the destiny yeah. that God has designed for you mm -hmm. if you don't feel worthy? Well, you really can't. So in that case, you need to then renew the way you think. And in this book, I talk about... Isn't it be renewed by the... What is that passage? Yes. yes yeah. Romans 12. Okay, thank you. Be renewed <laughs> by the spirit of your spirit mind. Spirit of your mind. And then it says that you may prove what is that good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. So let's say if there's a satellite dish, you remember the old dishes that people would have at their home? I mm. remember going to this guy's house. He's like, if I turn it this way, I get Canadian TV, <laughs> this way, Russian TV. <laughs> but wherever you shift your satellite dish, that's what you pick up. So if I shift my satellite dish towards what God thinks about me, See, God's opinion of me makes man's opinion irrelevant. Mm. If anybody could ever really get that in them, what does God think about me? Psalms 103 says he knows your frame. In other words, he knows you're a work in progress. Mm. I don't think God is really that upset over some of these things that people do. Really? I really don't think so. Because I think he's a merciful God. So the things that we... Uh, that resonated with me. I got that. The things that we often beat ourselves up about and live in the past about and continually go back about, God has already forgiven us for. Yeah. Okay, so you preach this, you teach this. Are you able to live it? Well, here's, here's the interesting thing about life is that if, if I was to ever say that I would go through some of the things I've gone through when I was young, I would say, that's not going to happen to me. Yeah. So let's, let's say I've been through a divorce, and I have. I didn't see that coming. I never got married thinking I'm going to get divorced. I got married to be married. But then I had hardships. I had problems. I got divorced. So now the comeback coach <laughs> had to start understanding his own teaching. 
Yeah. And boy, that was hard. So what is the message that you think is essential for people to be able to step into the frequency of God? I, I think, number one, understanding that God wants that kind of relationship with us. Mm-hmm. Prayer is communication. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's, it's communicating with my father. I believe that God is my father. I believe what the Bible says that he's my father. So when I come to God and, and I pray to him and I communicate with him, I feel that he, he downloads purpose to me. He downloads destiny to me. He downloads compassion to me. Yeah. And aren't we, isn't our sadness, our setback, our challenge, our feelings of defeat in direct proportion to how far we are away from the center of God? 100%. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and the great thing about life is you can go from nowhere. People come to me, Tim, I feel like I'm nowhere. Well, you can go from nowhere to now here, just like that, by changing the way you see things, by understanding that this nowhere feeling and this nowhere destination could be part of God's plan. Mm-hmm. So what is the world's greatest wound? I think one of the greatest wounds is misunderstanding to be misunderstood. Um, everybody is voicing their opinion because they feel misunderstood. Mm. Whether it be one country to another country, one religion to another religion, one race to another race, misunderstanding. How do we heal it? By listening. Mm. I need to listen. I need to stop and and listen to someone else's point of view. Uh, Even on religions for a man like me, raised Christian, Mm -hmm. when I go to these countries I go to, I want to listen to a Muslim. I want to listen to a Buddhist person and hear what they have to say. Okay, here's a good one for you. What is the root of racism and prejudice? What's the root of that? Um... Ignorance is one. Another would be people wanting to be right so badly Mm -hmm. that they're not willing, again, to listen. Mm. We live in a world of polar opposites, darkness and light. Is it possible to always stay in the light? It is. It is. It is. Because darkness will surround but that doesn't mean it has to get in you. I really do believe that we can create boundaries and that's why you have to watch what you listen to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What you watch. Mm-hmm. What you let into your sphere. What yeah. you let in. Yeah. So it's, it's like driving down the street and you listen to the radio. Turn a little bit country western, turn a little bit hip hop, turn a little bit talk radio. I have to really watch where I put my dial because I cannot let that stuff seep in. You're my kind of guy. (laughs) Did I not just say that this morning? I have a rule that when I'm picked up by anybody in any city, the radio's off because I don't want to have to be in a space where you're energetic, whatever. can't have it. I can't have it. See, to me, you're a carer of a calling. God called you to carry a calling. Yeah. So I can't put that stuff on me. Thanks, Tim. 
And my friends think I'm crazy. Like, we get in the car, oh, we can't listen to the music with you on. I can listen no. to it if I choose whatever I it is to come into me. my sphere. Yeah, I that's great. Because if I let that come on me, if I then go to go speak to a thousand people. That's all in you. It's all in me. It's going to seep out. Yeah, that is so true. Okay, here's the biggie. Your definition of God. Father. Father. I'm fatherless. He's the father to the fatherless. I go to the father side of God. The difference between religion and spirituality. Religion to me is man's, man doing his best to get to God, abide in God, follow God, please God. Relationship is resting, yielding, and accepting. Mm. See, I've accepted the love of my father. I'm not religious. So you live a spiritual life? Yes. Yeah. Spirituality for you is accepting right. God's love for you. I'm not trying to climb the ladder. I'm not, I'm not doing the rituals to get there. I'm yielding to my father and accepting that he wants to have a relationship with me. Finish the sentence, I believe. That all things are possible. That even in the midst of your biggest challenge, while you're feeling the sting of your setback, God is preparing your comeback. All things are possible. Mm. And you are most grateful for? I am most grateful for the opportunity to help change people's lives. It blows me away. I mean, if I'm, if I'm in an airport and someone comes up and says, I was in your meeting mm -hmm. and your words changed me, mm -hmm. I, I, I am grateful for that. I'm grateful for our time. Thank you. This was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.